Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. From Vanderpump Rules to motherhood and everywhere in between, it's time to catch up with Sheena Shea. This is Shenanigans. And now, here's your host, Sheena Shea. Car perfectly spotless and rolling. You guys got together, and now her car is a pigsty. So I would like you to keep. I would like everyone. If we go into Sheena's car, if we go into her car right now, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we pull out stuff, are we really recording? We're we're rolling. If we go into Sheena's car right now, Mm -hmm. and we 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 go ahead and pull Mm -hmm. out stuff that's in there, I think I I could probably contribute to like ten percent of that stuff in there if. If I'm just saying that her car and several things were never messy like they are now, and so, I, I'm not going to just blame it on her. Being I used to have a six pack when I was single. Tell, <laughs> well, that's we my are <laughs> podcasting from home with no, Brock from home Springs and my mom. Well, it, this is my home. Well, it is your home. You're right. So I'm at Hello. home. We're not in the studio. No, we're not in the studio. Yeah. So um, we're all kind of recovering from being sick this past week. And my friend Tori, who I was going to podcast with this week, she was still feeling under the weather. So that one's getting a little pushed. And we figured we would do a story time podcast, which is kind of like a Q&A, but more stories. So I figured since my mom is here. That's how it started off. Brock is here. We we're going to do a little yes. little story time, a little catch up. Hmm. A lot of people had sent in questions asking, hey, Sheena, how are things going with Brock and your mom? <laughs> hey, Brock, how's your relationship been with Erica? Has anything, you know, progressed, changed, degressed? Is that a word? Degressed, apparently. The cleanliness of your car has decreased. Decreased. Degressed. That's not a word, actually. Not a word. What is it? I don't, I don't it's, know what you're saying. I don't know. But anyways, we're going to we're going to get into it. So we are podcasting from Palm Springs, my couch. We will be back in studio next week. We're finally doing it. We're doing it. I got a question, honey. Mm -hmm. What changed to why you keep your car messy now? 
Oh, we're going back to this. So I just because I, I would like to know. They, because per usual, were debating. We're not going to call it arguing. We're going to say debating. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to push the record button, and we're going to finish this conversation for all of you guys to listen to. Hmm. So, honey, okay. yeah. Why is your car messy now? That because you're I have me? a child. No, no, no. Before child, before child, why was it messy? Her um, car wasn't messy before she had a child. Yeah. No, I blame the baby. I blame the baby. Yeah. I blame Brock. What do you mean you blame Brock? I just think you guys throw stuff in there and like you don't take care of your car like you used to. I remember Sheena like you couldn't even eat a French fry in your car or take anything Mom, in your that car. That was six years ago when I'm I just, just bought it and I didn't want it to smell bad. I wanted that new car scent mm-hmm. as long as possible. Mm-hmm. I also used to get my car detailed on a regular basis. Why don't you? Because I'm lazy. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I, I, to be honest, I think that's me and Sheena's biggest problem in this it situation is. in life. We look at each other and we go, meh. <laughs> we bring out the bad in each other on the lazy but, side. Yeah, but, but it's not the bad in each other. But it's just... We, I, how, do I, how do I, Erica, influence yes. Sheena to throw her stuff in the car? Well, I think I, we're just, I'm we're in a rush a lot more. We got the baby and she is priority. As long as we have all of her not, stuff together, then the rest of my shit is just, meh, thrown in the back. it's all your fault, Brock. It's Sheena too. But I, you guys like do it together now, whereas... Before when she was single, <laughs> when she was single, she never. Well, when I was single, like and I that. wanted to mingle, I never know who might who pop in pick- my car. She you know? know who she was well, picking up. Why? Why not? Moving forward from here, it's also a very good example. We've also to been summer. moving. Okay. We Bullshit. love. Yeah. Before you were moving, your car <laughs> looked the same. Boo! Shit. So I'm just saying, before can become a problem mm-hmm. set the example for summer and keep the car clean pick up your st- take stuff out of it damn you know? she said set the example for summer you do realize what that you means know now. i'm sorry yeah. you know my car is always clean so don't even go there and the how many thing, empty or full bottles right now yes. you won't find one in my car mm. you're Maybe gonna be one. thirsty on the drive home <laughs> <laughs> no i am i do have i do keep water in my car always but you don't see trash all over my car I don't think uh, you see trash all no, over my you car. See you see a mess. stuff. You, you see, see a mess. Stuff. You see stuff. Because you never know find, when you might need something. Yeah, I find heels. I found boots. Well, you know I what? And you know what pisses jackets. me off, honey? Yes. Is sometimes you clean out the car, and then I go to get that jacket, or you get those <laughs> boots, and I'm like, what the fuck? I leave them in this car for a reason. Because you never know when you need a pair of boots. You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, well clearly, you know. I didn't know, because I was just trying and to get the stuff know. out of the car. So... Story time. Story time. How are we doing, you two? The audience would like to know, and I thought, what better way than to hear both hmm. perspectives? Because we've gotten Brock's the last two weeks on shenanigans. Okay. And now let's hear from the boss lady, Erica. How do you think things are going with Brock? How do you think your relationship has progressed in the past two years? Hmm. I love Brock. Yeah. I've said it over and over. I don't think there is a better partner for you. Agreed. I wouldn't want you with anybody else. Same. God's honest truth. And I think Brock is the best dad for summer. He's a great dad. 100%. Yeah. That didn't answer my question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What irks you the most about Brock? Yeah, let's start Mm -hmm. there. Let's go with the irks, the icks. The irks and the icks. What's your ick? You already said what you love most and, about and, Brock. Okay. And this What's is good, ick? too, because this is good conversation. Mm-hmm. 
I think Brock likes to push my buttons. 100%. He, he likes to push everyone's buttons. No, I know, but he especially likes to, even if he didn't necessarily agree or disagree on something, he would want to flip it just to mm-hmm. kind of just try to get something out of me. Oh, totally. Me. So I don't know. He'll if that's do a, something like I, he doesn't like just because I know you I was, don't like it. Well, can I not rebuttal? Yeah, I hopped on a rebuttal. plane with Sheena to to Vegas. Okay, and it was full of USC students and fans going to the USC game. <sighs> this right, this is just what he does. Yeah. Okay. Again, they were playing seat. the Utah Utes. They're yeah. playing Utah. I, I was in Vegas with y'all. Yeah. I know. Okay. So on that flight out there, what did I decide to do? Go Utah, Utah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, honey, first of all, we actually support USC. Out of all schools, like this right. is the one that he I root for. He also did that when we were sitting in the bar in Vegas. Yeah, he did. I know, I was there. But then it was like, then didn't he start rooting for the Trojans because Utah was ahead? Yeah, or I, Yeah, he did. Yeah, that. then you did. No, he did. He switched because yeah. Utah won the game and he like, wanted to root for the underdog. Brock, I think it is very healthy in, in families' discord to have opposing perspectives and that's absolutely sure that's fine yeah. but mm-hmm. i'm saying you do that with like everything anything and everything just to like try to get a rise out of me sometimes i i would like to I'm, if that's how you feel i'm sorry <laughs> because i feel like when i do it i just want to get perspective on things because sometimes we all come from a certain perspective and that's okay we're all entitled to have that perspective absolutely i don't expect you to necessarily root for the same team I would root for or agree with everything. I do. But, but, you know, I do think you do that. I don't know if that's an irk or an ick, but that's an ick. It would definitely be annoying for sure. Yeah, that's an ick. And then I think, I mean, we, I think we disagree on certain things about summer. I try to bite my tongue a lot or try to, you know, not give my opinion, which is so hard. It's to so do. hard for her. I could just see it seething <laughs> out, and she just wants to but say I, it. I and sometimes she'll just wait for Brock to walk out of the room, re- and she'll say know, it under her breath. And yeah, I'm I like, do. oh my god. But I mean, that couldn't is, help herself. Couldn't help herself. But Summer is your child. <laughs> yes, she is. And so when she's with me, I mean, I, and I respect you guys. Don't think I I turn a schedule around or anything. I I totally agree. I'm the one who. When you first had summer, stressed the importance, I thought, of schedules and routines mm-hmm. and all of that. So I respect that. And I think it's amazing how you guys are very routined with that. Do I think naps have to be to the minute? Absolutely not. Not to the minute. Pretty much. Pretty much. It's like 1 o'clock. It's like, it's like oh, my God, it's 101. She hasn't gone down for her nap yet. I'm in trouble. Well, yeah. Oh, my God. She's not in her bath by 730 at night. Uh, it's 735. It's like. There is some playroom, I think, and so that, yeah, that could kind of irk me. But I still that always, irks me. <laughs> but I always try to respect that, and because she's your daughter, and like I said, I do think her routine is great. So no, I, mean, I hey, agree on that sense, and you know that, honey. Like sometimes, like okay, we're at Disneyland, for example. I'm like, it's okay to push her bedtime a little bit. Yeah. I think there are times where it is okay to kind of go outside that exact time schedule but not on a regular basis because i do like her having her schedule and her bedtime it makes planning so much easier absolutely i think it's important to keep a schedule yeah summer is very routine and very scheduled having a day or two we talked about this earlier we have several christmas parties coming up with the family not going to be home to put her in the bath at 7 30 and have her in bed by eight o'clock 
I mean, well, you could be, but then you're missing out. Yeah. So we talked about that. So I think there are certain situations and times where things can change a little bit. It's okay. She's still going to go back on that same schedule. She's not going to stay up till nine o'clock all the time. You know, right. Things- I agree. <sighs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning, Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. <gasps> Wait, you heard it, it here first, people. But it is reporting for sure. Right? It's we're, we yes, everybody, we're reporting. I hope everyone hears our, opinion, our viewpoints. If it wasn't for my tardiness on that and just trying to force the point we do have a lot of events we do have a lot of things that you know she'll be okay moments where she doesn't need to be and if it wasn't for the forcing of those moments we wouldn't have a scheduled child Mm -hmm. we wouldn't have a routine where she's in a routine because if i let that to the wayside there'll be more chances of her not being going to bed at one o'clock okay there'll nap, be more chance nap napping at one. napping at one there'll be even before this one nap but still there would be more chances rather than not of that schedule not being followed which makes it very difficult for a kid to understand what is the timing because it's not about really the clock it's about the sun when the sun comes up she'll get up when the sun goes down the, her body naturally releases melatonin and then so you have a window of like an hour or an hour and a half where she like goes cuckoo mm-hmm. because her body's going through getting dope her, her dopamine receptors are getting really excited because of the melatonin and then the longer you fight that melatonin the crazier she gets <laughs> Brock, and that's just science Brock, okay nobody's Brock loves some he science likes, yeah, he likes to throw out the words and he likes it's to give science. Them a I will say he reads a lot and he does research and he every does. Thing he says is backed stop. by some sort of fact. We're, there is no, there's, there's no arguing here. I'm the first one to say keep a routine, keep a schedule. I'm saying there is some leeway here and there for certain situations. But, but if we, but, but my response to that would be, what is the leeway? Like my question would be to you guys, where do we draw the line on? Like, no, we don't just go out to parks and go out and do all that if she has a bit a schedule. Mm-hmm. There, where do we draw that line? Christmas gatherings. 
yeah, I guess like what well, I apologize. I go overboard sometimes, but it's because I see my daughter and I'm just kind of like, well, there's so much going on. Like for her first one, one year old birthday, that was just like, for me, I was just like, oh, cause there was so much and I just wanted to protect her, but she was just so stimulated and people were everywhere and it was a lot. Yeah. But I think for family gatherings, that's a lot. And so to take her out of them from Christmas, to take her out of that and to give her some time away from it is good. Mm-hmm. And then bring her back out. The nighttime stuff, yeah, I would like to keep her nighttime, but nighttime's not as much of a problem anymore because she has that nap through the day. She's, we've built yeah. that into it. And I think she's doing good, but I do think that if we let it go to the wayside, that's when we lose traction. But I will be less... No, my lunchtime stays at one o'clock, Erica. I'm not going to budge on that one. Like not if lunchtime. It's, Let's if it's, say if nap it's, time. If it's nap time, 104, mm-hmm. it's like, listen, it's one o'clock. Put her up there. Because as soon as it hits one o'clock, I promise you, she'll go down. So you got to remember how often I have her too. I know that. I know when she goes down. I know that kid just as well as you guys do. I know. And I agree. So. Natalie Louise Griffiths. This is my girl from Australia. She wants to know when you first met each other's families, thoughts, stories, et cetera, first impressions. So I'm going to put this out to all of us. Mom, your first impressions when you met Brock's family were because you I know like on social media would talk to his mom or sister a little bit. Mm -hmm. But based on who Brock is and how you know him, what were you expecting? Were they different than what you expected? Just based on stories he's told of how he grew up. I think they were different than what. The impression I got from what Brock said, and I can't even explain what how what I was really thinking his mom and sisters were going to be. But when I met them, they were just not that he ever made them sound abnormal. I'm not even <laughs> sure if the words I'm going to come out my mouth right. His mom is just I thought his mom was just like me. Yeah, you know I thought we had so many things in common. Yeah, his sisters were just great. I don't know what I was expecting. It's not that Brock gave me any wild stories, but I guess just hearing about him growing up on a farm in New Zealand and, you know, and then moving to Australia. And I don't know what what I was expecting. It wasn't anything in particular. Mm-hmm. But when I met them, I absolutely <laughs> fell in love with the family. And I know. I, Diane, his mom and I just got along great. And the sisters, I mean, I just felt like, you know. Yeah. I hate that they're like, so I know. far so we, away. We, I think we all got along just perfect yeah but I, I i can't come up with the words because i don't know what i was expecting but it was a very pleasant surprise yeah to hang out with them it just felt comfortable and like they had been around forever totally so instant yeah, all family good. all mm-hmm. good well sheena what was your first impression of my family night one <laughs> What do you mean, in Australia? Oh, actually, no, that was, right? You met in Australia. Oh, yeah, I met them when we first started dating, honey. Yeah, but then you met my family on the second trip Oh, my over. gosh. So when Brock's family came over from Australia for the first time to meet Summer, we have our first night together. We're all down at our RIP old house in San Diego. And some past family trauma stuff got brought up that... She had never told him. He had never told her. She never heard this story about him and all of this stuff. And I mean, it was to the point where I was like, Nicole, I love you. But if you keep raising your voice and wake up my baby one more time, <laughs> we're going to have an issue. But I love you, sis. We get loud. But um, yeah. But I was like, you know what? This is family. 
And yeah. the only thing that bothered me was waking up summer. I was like, look, yell all you want outside. Go to the beach. Finish that argument there. But I was just like, you know, you guys hadn't seen each other in a long time. And there were a lot of things that I think Needed none to. of you had talked about. No. Things in your childhood and how, you know, the two older brothers you have were raised very differently than the younger ones. And, you know, Alina, your sister is kind of in the middle. And then you and Nicole were raised more together. You're two years apart. And you guys just had so many different experiences with your dad, your stepdad, your mom being in New Zealand on the farm, being in Australia. And I think it was just a conversation that was a long time coming. And it just, it all came out. It all came out. Yeah. But by the end of it, you know, everyone was in tears. Everyone was hugging. And I felt like there was so much resolution. And I felt like it was a long time coming. You guys really needed to have that moment. I think it, I think you nailed it, honey. It's welcome to family. You know? yeah. and, we all, and we all, oh, my God, my sister can say one word to me or one sentence. And it just, I'm, I'm irked from how she can get out of my skin. Oh, I know. Two no, seconds. I will yell at Brock after he gets off the phone with his sister sometimes. I'm like, you call her back. You say you're sorry. He's like, no. <laughs> You're, yeah, but I mean, it is. You guys fight like brother and sister, you know? <laughs> That's it. It is, it is what it is. So did Brock say his impression of our family? Yeah, honey. Yes, ma'am. So, well, first off, I, I didn't know what I was doing. You guys remember this, actually. So, big man. Okay, so when I met Ron oh, Erica, my gosh. and uh, and yes. out of a ma out of mad respect for Ron, and Ron, uh, he just does his thing. He works, gets up every morning, goes to work, and he's a pride and joys in his garden. And I and I re full respect for him. As soon as I met him, and in respect for him, I would call him big man or, or old man or, or old mate. Yeah, old man, old mate. Yeah, old mate. That's old mate. just what I mean. Brock will call my twenty six year old friend old mate. Yeah, it's just now we know. What? Well, that <laughs> first family trip in Hawaii, yeah. calling my dad old mate, old man, and big guy. He just thought you were calling him old and fat the whole trip. He was so offended. Was so His feelings were like genuinely hurt. He's like, man, I've been like trying to like you know, work on like losing weight and stuff. And here he is just calling me fat. And I was like, he never called you fat. He called you big. And he just means and like old. Yeah. But I think it was maybe even more of the old because your dad's not fat. Maybe. But yeah. he and he and your dad is just such a passive and like the sweetest so person nice. in the world. And he he did. He was. Yeah. That first <laughs> trip to Hawaii. Wow. Can we that story time? Yeah. Let's that go back to the first trip to Hawaii. Yeah. We, 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 we hadn't known you that long. What? A few months. Only a few months. We went for uh -huh. Christmas right after you guys got together. Mm -hmm. And um, that that was a lot. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we were. No, that trip, it was a lot to be together for a full week, not really knowing somebody. Especially it, in this family, being together well, I mean, for the we, first time. Because you guys are very, your your family is very, very close. Like, yeah, BFFs, oh, yeah. like best friends. Yeah. And you chat to each other. And I'd never brought just like a, and not that you were random, but just like but, yeah. a guy I barely knew for a few well, months on a family vacation. And not only that, it was okay. So it was your dad and myself and yeah. then my other daughter, Sheena's sister and her boyfriend, Justice, who they've been together like five and a half years. So Justice is like, she's family, obviously. Yeah, but they're a couple but years then, in. So yeah, he's already Yeah, they fam. were several years in. And so Brock was very new 
and not trying to bring up Sheena's past relationships, but she did have a few mm-hmm. in the past. What? But I have to say no. that like, I I was one the coming on the podcast next week. No, but several people, including her ex-husband, who some of you may remember. I mean, just very <laughs> passive, very quiet, you know, more introverted. Whereas Brock comes in and he's just a total extrovert. And he... I don't I I don't even know. I I felt like it was a lot for me. I'm not used to having somebody like <laughs> challenge me. And he's and, just wearing a speedo this entire trip, by uh, the way. Yeah. And that was fine. You know, I mean, you know, my he- <laughs> not that my husband wears speedos, but my father in law and you know, they're all from Europe. They're from Holland. Yeah. And you know, so that wasn't I don't care that he's in a speedo. But no, I just remember you're like, here's this like big guy in a speedo on our family vacation, and like, (laughs) no, I know. I get in trouble for when I leave the house. I don't get in trouble. I just get opinions towards what I wear when I leave the house. And to be honest, even today when I left for golf, I had a blue pair of golf shoes on, black shorts, (gasps) a Hawaiian. I didn't even notice a Hawaiian shirt. You did it, but I looked in the mirror at the bathroom on like hole nine, and I was like, oh wow. No, but as he walked away, I was going to say, I can wearing your shirt. I have a thing with wrinkles. <laughs> oh, my God. Wrinkles. She can't bite her tongue. I, no, oh, I didn't say too. it. I did bite my tongue. It. I didn't say it. I oh. got it, but I didn't say it. Mm-hmm. But no, and this goes not just to Brock. It goes to both of my daughters. I don't like things wrinkled, and I will stop whatever I'm doing and iron. I don't like to steam. I'm like, well, if you don't like it, then do something about it. Yeah. I'm I, not going I'm to. I'm just not I'll a wear fan wrinkled. of wrinkles. That's the problem. Um, Brock that doesn't right care. That is the problem right there. What? Because your mom is very hands-on very. and she's very good at being a mother. Well, thank mm-hmm. you. But very good at it. I d- and I feel like your daughter, Sheena, and, and your other daughter, who I love, take advantage of you. What? Oh, I don't think so. I no. Think, I don't think so. I think, I think they do. I think they both could rub their own lotion on their bodies. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I think they both and they do. could make their own lunches. Look, sometimes... <laughs> I have a thing where, and I'm better with it now. I have a child I have to rub lotion on daily. But when I was younger, I there I have a thing about skin like rubbing next to each other. Like, oh, it does my head in. It does my head in. I hate it. And so I just, I would have my mom put my lotion <laughs> on my legs. Whatever. Because you don't like the sound of the also, skin honey, touching each other. When I get my makeup done, the makeup artist will do the lotion or the airbrush or the That's whatever different. on my legs. That's different because yeah. you're either paying for that service or they're doing a job. Your mother is your mother. And I think you guys mind. take advantage of how lovely your mother is. Thank and you. I, have her I don't back. feel I don't feel like I'm taking advantage of. I think Thank you. You guys, yeah. <laughs> I think you guys do so much for me. I don't feel that way. Yeah. This is true. And I mean, I, honestly, I wasn't that mom what or before I was a mom like that person, like thinking, you know, oh, I'm gonna want these big career when I'm older. And I want you know, I always thought well, I'm going to be a mom. I mean, I did have a career yeah. for years, but I mean, I didn't really care about it. You know, I knew my job was to be a mom and I, that's what I wanted to be. And, yeah. and now I'm a Nana and that's my world. Mm. So I will do everything. But I do think, I, I don't think, I know that I raised two very independent women. Totally. You know, who take care of themselves. Courtney, my gosh, she's got like five different salaries. She has several jobs. Yeah, she's you crushing know, so it. So independent as are you so i think in one way brock thinks that i do everything for you guys but in a sense you guys do everything for yourselves and have been able to take care of yourselves forever 
you don't don't need a man to take care of you. Yeah. No, yeah. she needs a mom. I do. <laughs> I will always need my mom. And that's good. And that's good. And yeah. yes, I will be there to do anything. I don't care that you're 37 and Courtney's 25. I will still do whatever I can. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on that note, we're going to take a quick little break. So y'all know I love my meal delivery kits. I have the ones that you cook yourself. And I also have the ones like Factor, which makes it so easy because you don't have to do any of the cooking. They are already prepped, ready to go. You chuck it in the microwave for a couple minutes and it is so easy, especially with the holiday season right around the corner. Ready to eat meal deliveries can lend a helping hand. Factor shops, preps, cooks, and delivers to your door so you can enjoy chef crafted, dietitian approved meals during the holidays, minus the hassle. Plus, with 34 meals per week, including Gourmet Plus, Keto, Calorie Smart, vegan and veggie and 36 plus weekly add-ons, you'll have plenty of nutritious, flavorful options to choose from. I already have so much going on between both sides of my family, my little family of my own, Palm Springs, LA, everywhere in between. It's like my holidays jam-packed. So luckily, Factors Fresh and Never Frozen Meals make it so easy to fuel up fast while I'm on the go. And you guys know I am always on the go. And I save time with meals delivered, ready to heat and eat in, like I said, just a couple minutes. Another thing I love is how affordable it is. I mean, Factor is cheaper than dining out and takeout. So you can put the money you save towards holiday fun and you time. And thanks to Factor's commitment to ingredients with integrity, you can enjoy flavorful chef-crafted meals guilt-free like their creamy Parmesan chicken and three bean vegan chili. Both are so bomb. So basically, Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, nutritious eats. In addition to ready-to-eat meals, they also have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, veggie sides, and more to keep me energized during the frantic holiday times with my amazing yet crazy family. Right now, y'all can head to go.factors75.com slash Sheena60 and use code Sheena60 to get 60% off your first box. That's code Sheena60 at go.factors75.com slash Sheena60 to get 60% off your first box. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey Kreppel, full-time YouTuber, part-time preschool teacher, and now the host of the podcast Circle Time. Join me every week as me and my guests mix the childlike wonder and conversational openness and acceptance of preschool that we're all nostalgic for with the realism, honesty, and wisdom baked into adulthood. With classroom-structured roots, we'll rehash standout moments of day-to-day life, dive into buzzy pop culture moments, and really just get to know each other on a deeper level. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Kelsey Kreppel and follow the show wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. Back to story time. So, Mom, I was thinking, what are some stories you could tell my listeners about me as a child? What do you remember the most about me? Like behavioral wise, because I feel like I remember I was a damn good kid and I think I deserve this damn good kid that I have. I'm like, yeah. you're never going to talk back to me, right? You're just going to love me forever and want to <laughs> cuddle me forever, right? Because that's what I deserve because that's the kind of kid I was. Mm-hmm. Isn't that how it works? Good luck. No, yes. Uh, honestly, you were a very, very good kid. I mean, always. Yeah. I never had any problems. You never, obviously, you were very smart in school. I don't know if you've told your listeners how you skipped third grade. I feel and, like I've talked about that yeah. over the last 15 years but people like never remember that yeah. people always people think I'm, Sheena was people so always think smart. I'm stupid and I had the school come to me her teacher in particular and then we had to do a full round table with the superintendent and the school counselor psychologist different teachers and we all had to sit down it was like a group of 10 of us and they just said that they hadn't done anything like this in so long but they really wanted to skip a grade mm-hmm. skip a grade for you and, and was that because she was just like because excelling she was so in advanced. grades? I was bored in she school. Was I was so like advanced. ahead in everything. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get it. This is boring. Like next, like I needed more of a challenge. Mm. And third grade was not challenging for me. So they didn't want her to be bored. So she was going to be going from second grade and skip to fourth grade. But with that, those there was just several different things. And they needed to like get me to understand, okay, she's not just skipping a grade. She's going because the school... There's like the lower grades, as they call it, and the upper grades. And her going to fourth grade from second was going from a lower grade to an upper grade and skipping a whole year of school. So there was that. They wanted me to think about going down the road. They're going to be like, well, you know, she's going to be younger in high school and she's going to, you know, uh, not get her driver's license when her other friends are going to be getting her license or when her other friends are dating. So they're thinking so far. So down socially as when well. fast forward, exactly. I had a boyfriend first. I got my license before half my friends. So funny. <laughs> right. But these were things that I wasn't even thinking about. No. I'm just thinking about the here and now. And they're like, well, we just want you to really understand that how this can affect her. You know, she's going to be going to high school at 13 and all of these things. Mm. Um, 
I talked with my family about it and I talked to one person in particular, Tori, my Uh cousin who had been a teacher in a Catholic school for years. And I had asked her opinion and we agreed to let you skip. And it was like you went into fourth grade and you just nailed it. And you were always a straight A student and never, fortunately, I never had any behavioral issues. There was only the one time in your entire life I can think of where you like had a outburst tantrum. I remember I like threw myself in the bathtub. You, did, you threw yourself on the floor. Yeah. And I don't even remember what caused it. It was um, right after you had a miscarriage. I, yeah. I had just lost. And a I baby. think I was somehow dealing yeah. with that in my I own way. I think so too. It was weird. Acting out. Yeah. Like you had one, you had one memorable tantrum. Yeah. yeah. That's the only time I could remember Sheena having a fit too. She was. Yeah. I never snuck out. I listened. I just, I was a good kid. You really were. And it was never because I feel like Brock doesn't believe me when I say this. I feel like he thinks like you pressured me like you have to get straight A's. You have to be a good student like you have to be perfect. No, but I feel like you've thought that where I'm like, no, I got good grades because I wanted to get good grades. I was a perfection. Yeah, but it was never pressure from my mom. It was never like, of course, as parents, you want your kid to do well. But I never felt that pressure like oh my god I gotta be on my test my mom's gonna be mad at me like she's gonna have to sign my report card and she's gonna be upset it was just I wanted to always be the best that I could be you explained that to me a while ago actually when we were talking about like school like education and all that Mm -hmm. and I kind of was like but yeah you said that to me then but even my answer then I never thought I'm not have the, I don't have the impression your mom rules with the iron fist. You know, <laughs> yeah. I definitely don't no. have that impression. And with that being said, though, I mean, I did expect you to do well because I knew you were capable of it. Just like I could I could hear my parents speaking and like they and the teachers talking to my parents like, oh, Erica is so capable of it. And, you know, but she talks too much. You know, shocker. Yeah. I talk too much. In school. What? You know, what, I, yeah. I, what was school like? For yeah, you? Talk, yeah. Let's do a story time about you oh, in wait, high I school. We were mom. talking about you, Sheena. Yeah, we're, we're done with that. We're done with that. Now we're, we're moving on to you. Oh, why are we doing Story that? Story time. Story time. How many years of high school did you go to? I graduated from I know high you graduated. School. That oh. wasn't the question. How okay. many years did you attend? Two and a half. And you still graduated on time? With my class. Yes, I did. Hell yeah. Because I was smart. I know. But I wouldn't recommend that. No. And but but tell us the story. Why did you only attend two and a half years of high school? Hmm. Well, because... I just thought I knew it all and I just was a brat Mm -hmm. and um, I don't know. Your poor parents. Do you think about that now? Well, first of all, let's back up. My parents had seven children. I was number five. Back when your mom went to school. There's a lot of stuff going on. They have outside pressures like probably go get work and employment. Like there's a lot of other things, especially back then when your mom went to school that we don't deal with because your mom has tried and your dad has tried to better our lives and they have done so. Yeah. And so each yeah. generation had to deal with something. So And my parents had a lot of different things. Like I said, I was number five out of seven and there was just a lot of stuff going on. And I was, I was a brat. I really, really was. Did you ever feel like you weren't getting enough attention and so you would act out? I don't think so. I never I did. thought that. because That I was felt, my problem. You were yeah. number five too. You guys have more in common than you'd like to think. Hmm. Yeah, That's but probably there why were so opinionated. Me. Right? Brock's the baby though. There's a difference. That's true. You could say he's number five, but he's the baby in the family. That's true. What does that mean? I wasn't the baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you would ask my brothers and sisters, and they'll say you got away with everything, which I would object. I would I would rebuttal and be like, 
No, I didn't. Because when my brothers would be like, oh, we're sick, and my sister would be like, oh, we're sick, my mom would be like, oh, my God, my kids are sick. By the fifth kid, she's like, I don't care if you're sick. You're going to school. Right. I've heard <laughs> all right. of this before, yeah. okay? And whatever it is, it's not happening. I want the house to myself. Yeah. I just work the double shift. You're not staying home. Go to school. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. my brothers, they were, she's always lied. Like, being the youngest, she always gets smooched on. It's always about perspective, right? It's always about. Yeah. But yeah perspective yeah but no i never felt like i didn't have enough attention i mean like brock said our family's very close i was super close mm -hmm. with both my parents as you know you know i got along well with my brothers and sisters i had three older brothers and an older sister but my sister and i were five and a half years apart so yeah I mean, there was there was the four older kids even the same parents same household but there were the four oldest and then there was a five and a half year gap and then there was us younger ones mm -hmm. so so we were almost raised different the older kids would say that the younger ones were spoiled and <laughs> you know all of that right um but i mean my dad was in the military when the older ones so i mean i think they were maybe raised a little stricter but why was i a brat i i don't know i just was i you know i wasn't I, I I don't want to say I wasn't a nice kid because I was a nice kid, but I was just a I was just bratty. Mm -hmm. So I decided I just didn't want to go to school anymore. I Did mean, your I parents know that you completely like dropped out? Oh, of course. Well, I didn't know if they didn't well, know for a babe, few weeks. I had a job how... at McDonald's, so you know that was I I well, left. I, know. I was working right. Yeah. yeah. And I I I took the morning shift, so of course they knew I went to work at four a.m. I was the opener. So I went in and I put the shake machines together and did all of that oh and worked gosh. the drive through for a few hours. And then the kids at lunch from the high school, which was like Kitty Corner, as you mm -hmm. know. Well, I don't know. You know where the McDonald's was. I used to work there at kind of Kitty Corner from the high school. It's okay. not a McDonald's anymore. Yeah. But anyways, you know, they would come in and I would think like, gosh, do I miss that? Or I don't. I, I was kind of Did you ever go to prom? I did go to prom. Oh. I went to dances. I did that stuff. You still go to school and. But so was it your junior and half of your senior no, year so, you missed? Um, it was my. It was half of my sophomore year and my entire junior year. Okay. And and the the ironic thing is is that I never once took finals at the end of each year because my freshman year, my brother, as you know, obviously Uncle Nick was killed in a car accident, mm -hmm. at, and I was a freshman. It was the end of the school year. And I was excused from taking finals because my brother just died in an accident. My sophomore year, I wasn't there because I left halfway through. Mm -hmm. My junior year, I just didn't go. That's and my so senior crazy. year, I broke my neck right. in a car accident. So I missed the last couple of weeks of high school. And I managed to check myself out. I had just turned 18. I checked myself out of the hospital. They were not going to release me. And I said, I have worked so hard to graduate with my class after having missed a year and a half of high school that I'm going to walk across that stage. So neck brace and all ne neck, full, full neck brace and back. Brace like Regina George and Mean back. Girls at the um, end. Wait, did I don't know if I've told this story, but I did the same thing. I'm sorry. What? I just didn't break my neck. But my last day of high school at Ipswich Grammar, the rule is do not drive to school. And my best friend, uh, we were out the night before because it was our last day at school. Mm -hmm. So the night before we had like an event where like, congratulations, a big dinner. And everyone went to my buddy's house and we all partied there. And then I stayed the night there. The next morning, his, his mom wasn't feeling up to driving us to school. And so we've been up all night. 
So my buddy was like, I'll drive. I was in the passenger seat. He was on the right-hand side. His two brothers were in the back seat and their friend. And we were driving to school and he fell asleep going over the hill. And we ran straight into the back of a parked bus. Wow. And he ended up, we all, we all ended up mm-hmm. in hospital, had hospital things on. I was fine. My buddy really got beat up with scars up his head. And then his little brother had severe whiplash. And every, it was a whole thing because everyone heard about it. They were all at school going, talking about it. And, our, and yeah, my last day of school, high school, I ended up, my buddy was in, one of my friends was in, in the hospital getting stitches in his head. And I ended up taking off my, my hospital band thing and then going to school and then just like crying with the boys because like that was so hard, like the, just going through that traumatic experience real quick. And then to have the feeling of like wow. you're graduating, it was yeah. just such a weird yeah. emotional thing to have with your boys and you're there together. I went to an all boys school. That's crazy. On our last days yeah. of school, I right? ended up in the hospital. Yeah. Well, no, because actually I had been in the hospital for almost two weeks. So I had, this oh. had happened a but couple it's weeks still before. Similar. And, yeah. Oh, no. Another, absolutely. another no, similarity. Absolutely. No, absolutely. But they weren't ready to release me from the hospital yet. And I was like, like, I, I got already go. been there. And I'm like, I, I need to go. My parents were so upset. I mean, I think about the things. I was just, like I said, that's just another thing that was stupid i was risking my health to just try to make a point Mm -hmm. um i felt so ill that night i literally walked across the stage to get my diploma i nearly passed out i had been laying in a bed for oh my gosh a good while you know i it was bad i probably should not have done that but i did stupid things like that you know i took my car when i wasn't supposed to take my car and oh she told me that story recently yeah i thought you would i thought i told you about that before but no but tell the listeners no my i i didn't have a driver's license and I told my parents I was going to take my car and my mom says you're not taking the car Erica you don't have a license yet and I can't even believe I did it but and you I said watch me I took my car and um I got pulled over because I kind of went through a light oh my gosh and I don't want to tell everything so I'm gonna sound really bad no tell it all <laughs> say it all it was in the 80s Let's tell me your shenanigans that. And I had smoked a joint. And trust me, I have not (gasps) done that in 40 years. No, I haven't. It has not been 40 years. That's a fucking lie. How old are you? 37. Okay, so I haven't smoked weed in probably 38 years. You know it's got got better now. Yeah, I'm sure it has. (laughs) I don't want it. I barely take an Advil these days. But um, like I said, it was the 80s. So, so yes. you're high, you're underage, and you're driving without a license, and you decide to run a red light. I didn't mean to run the red light. I think it was probably yellow. Long story short, I get pulled over. I'm in the car for a long time as this cop is behind me with his light on. I'm like, what is he doing? I swear I sat with there his light on. He's chasing you. <laughs> no, I mean, we're already pulled over. No, he has like the spotlight on, so I can't see what they're doing because it's yeah. so bright. And I probably sat there for a good 20 minutes. And next thing I know, my parents walked up and they had oh, to come and my get gosh. me poor puna and papa i know what a brat and then um i got home and i was in a little bit of trouble but i took the car again again and i went to the covina <laughs> drive-in and went to the movies that night wow i know whose car was it it was my car why did you have a car if you didn't have a license uncle chris bought it for me wow good old uncle Big chris bro yeah i just didn't get my license yet because, see, back in the day, we used to take our driver's ed and training in high school. Mm-hmm. So I did have the class, but I never finished 
that year. So I never got. So unless I was in high school, like my junior year or whatever, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't. So I didn't finish it through that. Um, So I waited until I turned 18 and then I just went to the DMV and got my license. But back in the day, you did it through high school. Speaking of back in the day, what is the craziest Mm -hmm. shenanigans you ever got into back in the day? Back in the day? Yeah. I don't want your listeners. I want that. I don't want them to think like I was. No, they're going to think, oh my God, Erica was cool. She wasn't always this uptight. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. We got into a lot of shit. I know. But give Mm. us one. I don't know. I can't think of any in particular. I mean, come on. I attended a lot of concerts. I know. It was the 80s. We did party a lot. Mm-hmm. Did you ever take a Quaalude? Not a Quaalude, no. What's equivalent to a Quaalude now? Is that like ecstasy? Mm, I wonder. Maybe. I mean, they were definitely around. No, I, but that's one thing I could say. I never took a Quaalude. Huh. A couple other things here and there. Yeah, like what? Oh, my God. She is <laughs> I don't want your <laughs> listeners to think this. Like I said, no, I've never done anything after after I had Sheena. There no. was one time. Oh, oh my God. One time. Uh, yes, there was one time after I stopped nursing you. One time I did something. And what happened that one time? I thought I was going to die and I made a promise to God I would never do a drug in my life again. And to this day, I haven't. And people don't believe me, but somebody could offer me $10 million right now to do drugs and I would not do it. 10 million? No. I will stuff the drugs down you. <laughs> no, because I made that promise to God that day that I, I would never do I think God would understand again. we needed the no. 10 mil. No, I would never. <laughs> God I, will forgive God's you, like, Mom. Uh, Erica, you, wait, the pearly <laughs> gates will still be open uh, for you. Gates. God will be like, Erica, no. I get it. Nope. Er- Jesus would have said it God was okay. for how many years Sheena has tried me to smoke Tried to get me to smoke yes. weed. Yes, your doctor has tried to Never. get you to smoke weed. Your yeah. doctor. Wait, what, is, for, what does your doctor suggest? No, just with anxiety. I'm he sure. He said, Erica, smoke a joint. He says, yeah, he did say maybe just smoke <laughs> a joint <laughs> once in a while. Yeah. But I won't. What um, happens if we did like a safe kind of experience with no. her blood pressure will be through the roof she'll have so much anxiety she wouldn't yeah. even be able to enjoy like she won't even what try would be, cbd if you cream were, if you if we were to smoke what would be the biggest stress that you would feel just the mm. sense her of blood pressure raising yeah i mean we know i have no i think honestly what i think it is good now is i think that she's afraid mm. she will like it too much Maybe. And then be like, oh, well, now I need to smoke this weed to feel this good okay. or not to have this certain pain. Which right. is And what? she doesn't want to rely no, on any kind of medication no or anything. In Addiction. Our family. No, well, no. But I'm saying, you know, I do have arthritis in my hands mm-hmm. and I also have the issue with my one finger, the trigger finger. So I, and, you know, with my neck from way back, we already talked about that a little bit ago. And I mean, I do, and I'm getting older. I mean, I have a lot of aches and pains and this and that. And I have never taken a pain pill and I won't. And I have told you though mm-hmm. that I would be afraid. Like your dad sometimes he'll say, like, gosh, your arthritis is that bad or whatnot. Just take a Vicodin or take something. And I said, I won't because yes, I am afraid that it would work. Mm-hmm. And then I would know what it is to be pain free. Mm-hmm. And then I would be afraid that I would want to take another one. And so I know we already in this country have such it's a, a slippery issue slope for sure with an opioid addiction problem. And I would be afraid. Yeah. Honestly, I think the biggest one on that conversation is 
there was a, such a big push for prescription medicine in America, and there mm -hmm. still is, you know? And I think that that is a real worry to think about. Okay, yeah. what happens if I get hooked on this or this? Or what's the actual word if you get... Addicted? Not addicted, but you kind of become like... Dependent? Dependent yeah. on right. that. And I could see that. But marijuana is killing the pres the pharmaceutical companies because... It is yeah, but my mom still so. doesn't want to be high every day to feel better. No, and I, and want, I'm not, I she's not going to get high and watch our daughter get high and drive a car. You never, know, like she's never. Well, I mean, like I, I, I don't think people should be getting high and watching their kids or driving automobiles. I know. Yeah. I'm just saying, but that what in her life right now, what's required is helping with the baby I, and driving. To I and drive from. almost 100 miles a day when I go back and forth to you guys. Yeah, yeah. and I take care of Summer and. I just, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I took care of my brother for years, so I would never put myself in that position. And I know I joke a lot like, oh, you know, it was the 80s. And yeah, when I was younger and in the 80s, we did party a lot and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I did then have you at a young age at 19, and I made a choice not to ever do anything. I didn't, I don't think I had an addictive personality. I've never been a drinker. I drink a couple beers here and there. Schwartz will get me to do a fireball <laughs> shot. Where's but, Schwartz? We need some Schwartz. Right, but I'm not really a drinker. I'm not a drinker, period. Like I said, once No, in the a, last time I saw you while. drunk was with Schwartz. Oh, that's funny. Oh, God, the rumors are going to start. Oh, my God. I mean, it was at uh, your house, but. Yeah. But anyways, you know, so I, it wasn't like I was ever addicted to anything. But as far as pain medication, I've seen several people become addicted to those mm -hmm. and or Xanax. That's why another thing I've never wanted to take a Xanax for anxiety I because I would be afraid that it might work. And it does work. I <laughs> took it for it a might while. Work. No, I know no, it but did. I don't want to become dependent or know the feeling like, oh, I could take that pill and I'm not going to be anxious anymore. I've learned other coping mechanisms that work for me. I would yeah. rather deal with the pain in my hands and back and neck then take a pill and know it goes away. I don't want to feel that, so I won't ever do that. And not just pain, but also this is one thing I know you and I discussed recently, and I've been talking about it a lot on the podcast, and I think we'll just maybe wrap it up here. But what are some things that you do? Because I know you've dealt with OCD your whole life, and although you and I have not yet been properly diagnosed mm -hmm. by a psychiatrist, yeah. I think we know enough that at least I do now that the postpartum OCD is no joke. And I feel like you said after you had me, that mm -hmm. was when you really started noticing it more too. Sure. And that mm -hmm. no one, I mean, even today, I don't think enough people know what postpartum OCD is. It's often yeah. misdiagnosed as postpartum depression. And I know when I was talking to you recently about this, I said, you know, I want to try these different types of therapy before I see a psychiatrist and get on medication. I don't want to be on medication. I want to try exposure response therapy and cognitive whatever. There's like a couple different kinds that they do. But what are some things that you do yourself to try and help you with your anxiety or OCD that doesn't require medication well i pray every day yes i know some people don't uh, you know i don't think brock's one of I, nothing putting your down like i already see it in his face <laughs> but i pray 
some people will think, oh, well, just praying. But I mean, that can help me. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I've learned more about the breathing, you know, or just getting into my own head. I have to sit there and it's like, I know it's going to be okay, Erica. You know, just take some deep breaths and try to focus on something else. Focus on the good. I, in my life, try to focus on the good in everything and take I know. Out. It's so annoying sometimes. No, in any situation. I'm like, just let me be it. upset. No, and no, I'm not saying don't be upset on things. And, and I'm not anti-people taking medication or therapy or anything. I'm for all of that. If Do what works for you. But what works for me is focus and... um put my mind somewhere else sometimes and I don't know it's it, it, it depends on the situation mm -hmm. have you, you know, not, have you not tried therapy before um, no have I no. ever no I haven't gone to therapy I know Sheena you know is trying to get me to I think I've learned to become my own therapist and work through stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I, I'm oh sorry. Oh, my I, God. What? Mom, everyone could use some therapy. You have had a I'm lot. I'm not against therapy. A well, lot of yeah, trauma honey. in your life. A lot of yeah. loss. Like, yeah. so much more than the average person, I, I feel like. And that hmm. is something that sometimes you got to talk to someone about, not just yourself. Look, I feel like this conversation has resonated with me just talking about how you feel about my timekeeping schedule of summer, right? Mm -hmm. Going back to the beginning of the podcast, to talk it out is a lot better than for us just to like go about our day because now I do, I'm, I'm, you're right. We're at a point now where I don't need to be so hard on it. And I don't want you to feel like, oh my God, if Brock walks in the door and sees that she's up and, and have that anxious feeling about it. So yeah. I feel bad that you have that <laughs> we, feeling. We do. <laughs> We're like, oh shit, Brock's on hole 18. We got to get this kid down now. <laughs> and that, that conversation happened today. <laughs> wait, that did happen on the phone. Your mom was like, wait, you guys are going to be done soon? I was like, oh, yeah, we're done like 40 minutes. Like, oh, kid's going to be. Well, no, she was already putting her down yeah. for it. Now. Exactly. But, no, but we, to talk about no, things like absolutely. that. Absolutely. And Sheena, I'm not anti therapy. I just, I never done it. I'm not saying I never. Are you would open to it? I don't think I need. There's great it. places like. Let me talk tell you space. about my experience with trying therapy out. I don't know if it is that was my therapy, but I was just talking about stuff, and it was really frustrating because, like you, I feel like I have my own coping mechanisms that I think are great, and then when I speak to my therapist, they're just listening to me say it, and it took a while, and it wasn't until like the fourth or fifth time, fifth session. When I, when I got somewhere and then I kind of, then my billing cycle got messed up and I was like, I'm not doing this again. Like it doesn't, because, <laughs> yeah. but Sheena, and I think it's literally just trying to have those open conversations and figuring it out from there. But I don't yeah. think therapy is for everybody, but I think everyone should try it. It's not like a drug. You don't get addicted to that therapy. You kind of, you know. Yeah, it may not be for everyone. And when I was in therapy before, I felt like, I needed it and I wanted it for where I was at in my life, just going through a heartbreak following a divorce and yeah. moving to Vegas. And I was just that in between time in my life, I felt like I really need to go to therapy. And then I moved to Vegas. I was living my best life. I was headlining a show on the strip. And I was like, when I moved back to LA, I'm like, I don't need therapy. Like this isn't for me. And up until the last, what, six months, you know, just being a new mom and dealing with these intrusive thoughts and feelings that I knew wasn't postpartum depression. I didn't know what it was. And I mean, I think therapy 
is really helping me and Mm -hmm. I love it, but I think it's finding the right person. It has to be the right time in your life. You have to be open to it, accepting Mm -hmm. of it. And I just personally would love for both of you to continue Brock and to maybe start or try a little therapy because you never know. It might bring up something that can help you cope with things not completely on your own. So just maybe be open That's a good to one. it. You're not just so you're not coping with things on your own. Yeah. Because once you get it, once you say it, once you speak these things, you feel so much relief. And you're I like, mean, oh. I had never told a single person, not even my mom. I tell my mom everything. And I don't think I ever mentioned to you that, I mean, there was the dream. I know I told everyone about it. I talked about it on the podcast where Summer's head fell off. But the amount of those type of things that I see in my head on a regular basis, I didn't want to tell you. I didn't want to tell Brock because... Yeah, I didn't want anyone to think like, what the fuck is wrong with this girl? Or like, feel bad. I just, but as I soon, kept it in. But as soon as you told me, I said, Sheena, I, I feel like that me same too. thing. Yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah. I think when people talk about it together, sometimes it makes you feel better. Yeah, and that can be therapeutic as Absolutely. well. But it Absolutely. took my amazing therapist to get that out of me for me yeah. to feel okay talking about it on a public platform and now so many people have opened up to me saying oh my god me too and now they feel yeah. comfortable yeah. they're like okay i'm not crazy yeah. but yeah no i've been there done that and i'm sorry because probably a lot of it is hereditary and i know you yeah. said you want to like it I don't break the you, generational cycle i know you said that but sometimes when things are in the genes it just it, it yeah but but you know how to you know how to handle it or to totally. talk about it and you know, and if God forbid, summer, if you start noticing, you know, OCD tendencies. Well, with that's her, even what I worry so about OCD with the routines. Her- Wait, OCD and is like hereditary? I think I- all mental health and mental illnesses and things like that can come genetic, but also be environmental. It just yeah. depends. Situ- yeah, situational as totally. opposed to. Totally. Yeah. I but mean, there are things even- that summer does that now. I'm so in my head about like she wants to turn the light switch on, off, on, okay, off. And sorry. I'm like, and that's, that's she's a kid. She's a kid. That's, okay, I was going to say, and then that's my fault. Not that I go around turning light switches on <laughs> and off. But no, but that's something like when she gets out of the bath at my house, she turns the light switch off. So then once she did that one, then she has to start at the one part of my hallway. Right, but how do we know the difference the between OCD and routines well, and I what's think, a kid right. and what's, you right. know, a compulsion? Right. Well, I think it's just taking a breath on that. And not putting too much emphasis on a repeat action and just being aware of if your kid exactly. is happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they're not, you know, how are they interacting with that light switch? Yeah. And I think there you know? is a difference between OCD and like you're saying, a routine or just yeah. something. And yes, she is very routine. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Like down the road, if we see an <laughs> issue, then that could be it. I love that I come home and you guys freak out and you guys put someone down. Shit. (laughs) You're like checking his location. I'm like, refresh, refresh. (laughs) Just put it down by one o'clock, guys. It's very simple. See, guys, this was good. This was therapeutic, right? Sit down on the mic. We listen to each other. Shenanigans the therapy. We talk it out. We get into some shenanigans. Uh And I hope you guys all enjoyed listening to this. We should maybe do a family pod around Christmas time. Okay. Janet Elizabeth is going to be here. She's spending Christmas with us. Maybe yeah. we get her back on the mic, dad back on the mic, and we do a little like 
round robin. Just bring them all in. Absolutely. Wait, I think that you would do be that fun. The first Christmas here? It was Friendsgiving. Did... Oh, that was Friendsgiving. Yeah. We did that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we did one with dad on Father's Day and yeah. we got everyone chanting RVO. I remember yeah. that. We're in your room doing that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. As I briefly mentioned, we will be back next week with my ex-boyfriend, Rob. This oh, is a podcast I've had prepped for a long time. Been wanting to do it. We'll see how it goes. Hope you guys enjoy. Is it going to be seven listening. minutes? So how long is that podcast? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Shenanigans with Sheena Shea. Download new episodes every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Looking fine and I got my girls with me. With the boys at the table getting tipsy. Miss me, kiss me one more time. Get over here, boy. I'm going to make you mine. Yeah. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Do you need it? Let me see you shake that. Do you want it? Let me see you shake that. Come and get it. Let me see you shake that. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.